Who told you Batman don't suck dick? Who told you Batman don't get his ass ate? <laughs> Even when a weapon is, it he gets tongued out. No, I'm joking. Guys, please don't send Joe Huff to me. Unless he's trying to fuck. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Guys, sorry. I'm feeling silly. Stop it. What the fuck is good, everybody? What's tea? What's jar? What's going on? Um, it's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute. I have obviously, as usual, as usual, as usually, I've, as usual, um, been here, there, everywhere, doing this, that, everything, being chaotic queen. I did actually want to get this episode out before Trans Pride, or here is referencing Trans Pride in this episode. Big up, Trans Pride, by the way. I wasn't able to go because I was in Manchester, unfortunately. But shout out to Lewis Burton. Lewis G-G-G-G-G Burton. Lewis the G Burton. My babes. Like, just, it looked like another incredible, beautiful event. Um, and I'm just so proud of you and so thankful for you and everything you do in our community. So please, everybody, go show Lewis G Burton some L-O-V-E. That's my baby. And funnily enough, the subject of this interview, Eunice, who I'll talk about in a sec, um, talks about going to Trans Pride even in my absence on like some allyship shit. And I want to confirm there's no cap in his rap, guys. He really went. He went. And yeah, that really should speak volumes to, to him and how serious he is about, you know, uh, riding with us so love you Eunice thank you for that but yeah what else has been going on guys in my absence what the fuck else has been going on honestly the world seems like kind of tense and fucked right now and I feel like everybody is burnt out so I'm really actually excited to bring you this episode because I think this episode has a lot of comic relief in it you know and I think that's really what we need right now and it's actually a very different episode to what I've done before in the sense that this is not a conversation with like some DL trade or anyone that I've had romantic or sexual relationships with. This is a conversation with somebody who is one of my best, best, best friends. And he is, uh, yeah, he's straight, he's cis, but he is speaking from the perspective of being friends with trans people and queer people and, um, yeah what what that's meant for him and 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 what that that has kind of changed for him in his life so he's also somebody that um has seen me through my transition he met me before i started to transition and um you know it's still in my life now so it's so 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 interesting to hear him talk about that moment in time and what that was like for him you know so honestly a lot of great content in this one trigger want to know we do talk about sexual assault um specifically in prisons we talk about our word um wow i've said that this episode is bare comic relief in it and <laughs> and now i'm naming all of the most horrible things to talk about but yeah i'll put the timestamp in the description of this episode because i don't know it exactly right now because i haven't finished obviously putting the intro together and stuff but i'll put the timestamp in the description of the episode so that you can choose to skip past that bit if you uh if you want because yeah might be triggering af so apologies about that in advance um 
and yeah i mean in the interest of things being super tense right now let me give you some comic relief right now let's start the jokes right now there's something really funny that actually happened to me the other day so i was on the phone and this goes back actually to what i was saying last episode about my voice being deep and stuff and i joke about it i actually really don't mind i feel like as a trans feminine person it would be good for me to voice train myself so that i have that tool in my toolbox i think i've said this before just so that i can whip it out in situations where actually i don't feel like it's safe to get clocked or whatever but i'm not there yet so anyway i was on the phone to a guy he's actually been on this podcast before actually and he was i was i was on the phone to him and he was in his car i must have been on hands free and some guy got in the back of his car to pick something up from him if you know you know and i was like i said on hands free and me and my friend me and the guy the driver were talking talking and as his customer is leaving the back of his car i hear him say because obviously i'm saved in his phone as maya so you see in that who he's talking to is a girl but i hear him say as he's leaving the car oh uh, she's not a bloke, is she? Bro, the way I died. How can you draw me out like that? To fucking, to, to a guy like that I'm talking to. It's just so embarrassing. All of that. I wanted to die, but obviously, I don't think I mind. Actually, let me not disclose who it was, but it was someone that I've spoken to before. Me and him have a really good rapport. So obviously we just laughed about it and it was hilarious and it was funny. But oh my gosh, guys, can I catch a break? Can I catch a mother? fucking break like let me just doll in peace please you know that bitches with husky voices you know like what the hell so um yeah that was really funny but i mean on a more serious note yeah my mental health hasn't been that great and i feel like a lot of people have been feeling this i just i my mental health hasn't been great and i'm trying to make space for that i'm back in therapy now shout out my therapist i'm really loving talking to him um but yeah, I'm back in therapy now. So I'm trying to get my mental health together. But you know, I'm also trying to do 15 million things. I'm trying to be consistent. Well, that's a lie. I'm trying to do this podcast at a certain level. Um, I'm trying, honestly, the biggest thing right now is I'm really, really trying to get my EP done. Yes. Yeah, so if anyone can help me out with studios or, you know, a fucking deal, bitch, like, please, please fund the trans baddie. Like, come on. Who's really doing it like me? <laughs> Come on, fund this shit, bitch. Invest. <laughs> Everybody with some money should invest now. Soccer moms need to organize a pet round. It's game over, it's get away right now. Do you know, I mumble the, that last line on purpose because I don't fully know it and I don't want to revoke my barb card because the thing is, I know the syllables. So, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. Okay, Queen Barb in this bitch. I don't care what you say. Um, Please, 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 please hit me up because I need to get my EP out, man. <laughs> i want to get it out the music's good the music's good and it's just like yeah people need to hear what i got to say i'm a little bit scared about getting my ep out though because i think i tweeted this the other day people are gonna know how crazy i really am and how yeah dark this shit gets because my music always has like a dark but sexual undertone to it which is yeah is giving she needs therapy, but you know, I'm there. But anyway, hold tight for that. It's coming. It's a struggle, but it's coming and it will be worth it. Um, 
And then also, you know, things with with my day-to-day job are really busy right now. Um, shout out Pussy Palace. So busy, but so, so rewarding and nourishing. And honestly, that has been one of my saving graces with my mental health, you know, just being around community and doing things for community. So, mwah, love yous. Um, and yeah, but other than that, like, yeah, obviously trying to deal with your mental health whilst trying to do 50 million things is, um, is difficult, but I'm here and so much of, of you guys that listen to it really hold me down with your affirmative words and, and, and your, and your, yeah, good vibes. So thank you so much. Keep them coming my way. Keep them coming my way. I also want to talk about glass though, quickly. Yes, yes, it was baby's first glass though. And she did not come to play. She came to play. I mean, I did, I mean, technically I did go to play, basically is what I'm trying to say. Uh, wow, this whole little segment rhymed. She's a lyricist. Anyway, ah, oh, there we go again. <laughs> anyway, any day, let me stop. Um, Yeah, I went, I had two DJ sets, one with PP and one is my mummy. And I was also doing a hosting job for big, big brands. So, period. She was getting paid. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to highlight something. You know, I saw so many, like, post-Glasto posts. um, And everybody had an amazing time. And I, too, did have an amazing, amazing, amazing time. It's a magical place. And it will be seeing me again next year, providing I get the bookings again. So, yeah, it will be seeing me again next year because, (laughs) duh. Um, <laughs> but, but I just wanted to highlight that it is still definitely a microcosm of society. And even though there are definite efforts put in place to make it trans inclusive and to make it feel like a space that is intentional and there for trans people, um, I, as a trans person, had a completely different experience to my cis friends. And a lot of the trans people I know that went there also had similar experiences, i.e. some bullshit. And honestly, it just really had me thinking about the way in which trans people can be in the same space as as their cis friends. And like I said, be having a completely different experience. And I just think it's something to bear in mind. There's not really much that you can do as a cis person apart from just support and just have a good time with a friend. But I just think it's like everybody, I don't know. I just want to highlight the the indiscrepancy there. Do you know what I mean? Um, and more than anything, I want to highlight the fact that it's so amazing to me that trans people can go to these places like Glastow, like anywhere else, anywhere, because it's not about Glastow. Like I said, love Glastow. I'm just using it as an example, but it's just trans people can go to these places and have an amazing time in spite of all the fuck shit that they might be experiencing, you know, in spite of all the looks and the sniggers and the comments and then the very likely more explicit and um, violent expressions of transphobia. Do you know what I mean? Like we can go out and experience 
five to 12 of those things on a night, sometimes at least, and still come back and say, yeah, I had a sick night. And I just want to big up every trans person listening to this right now, because do you know how incredible that is? Like that, I'm even getting a little bit emotional when I'm, when I'm, when I'm speaking about it, because that doesn't get spoken about enough. The resilience that that takes, bitches could actually never, <laughs> like a lot of people could never, a lot of people get, get a weird look or a weird comment and it ruins that whole night. So I just want to really, really take a moment to big us up and say, wow, like we're really out here being bad, looking bad, having a great time, being the life of the party, being people's muse, you know? And the world doesn't really acknowledge how much we have to carry for that to happen. So I love us and I hope that everybody is rested after Glastow or whatever it is that you did. And I just want you all to know that I really, really see you. Obviously, I see you because I'm one of you. <laughs> Why am I talking like an ally? <laughs> I see you, y'all. But um, no, honestly, like, Bass, I can't talk about it too much because, like I said, my bitch, I'll stop crying over anything today. But yeah. I just love us and cis people, if you're friends with trans people and you're outside with them, you know, just be conscious of the fact that, wow, my friend is really fucking amazing because look at them. Funnily enough, a big thing that is affecting my mental health right now is men and and the dynamic between me and men. Me as not only a trans woman, but somebody that has so much trauma um, and has been put through so much at the hands of men and boys. So, yeah, that sometimes can make this podcast a little bit hard to do, I'll be honest, because there are times when it's like, oh, my gosh, the last thing I want to fucking do is sit down and have, like, a two-hour conversation with you, man. Like, ugh, ugh. But here we are, here we are. And that's why it was a really beautiful thing, actually, to have Eunice on this episode because I was talking to, yes, a man, but a man that I um, have a completely different dynamic with, you know, a man that actually really nurtures me and supports me and um, helps my, my mental health, you know, as a friend. So this was great. It felt like, you know, an intentional, safer space. So yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. It is one of my favorite, I feel like I say that quite often, but this really is one of my favorite episodes. Definitely one of my favorite episodes to record. And I think it's going to be lit. Before we jump into it, I just want to do a call out though. Guys, I would love to speak to some Punjabi guys. Um, I really want to chop up like the, the cultural significance that being Punjabi can have on... on your perception of queerness and transness, because you know, like, at least in my experience, my experience of Punjabi culture is it is like very binary, it's very hyper-masculine um, and very patriarchal. So yeah, Punjabi DLs, man, hit me up, hit me up, hit me the fuck up. And just anybody in general, keep hitting me up. Um, I'm excited, I'm excited to, to record some tea with you. But yeah, on that note, guys, I don't have a lot to say. Like I said, my mental health is mental health thing. And I feel like if I really, really, really just let myself talk for too long in this intro, 
the can of worms will be opened. I don't have time for that today, okay? I've got a busy day, bitch. I've got a busy day and I do not have therapy today. So yeah, the can of worms needs to stay all the way closed. But on that note, I'm so, so excited to reveal episode five of Straight No Chaser by Maya motherfucking Memi featuring Eunice. You ready? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> 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 hey, okay, okay, hey, 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 welcome Eunice to Straight No Chaser. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling to be here? Yeah, I'm gassed, I'm excited. Yeah, it's been I'm a long time fan. coming. We've, been, we've actually been talking about this for a while. No, for real. It's crazy. So this is a um different episode to everything we've done before <laughs> sorry you this is making me die bro pull that to with this fucking mic um <laughs> yeah this is a different episode to everything that we've that i've done before because i'm for the first time talking to somebody who is not dl is not trade <laughs> sorry <laughs> no. girl <laughs> no, i'm trade i'm trade still <laughs> um, but this is actually one of my best friends ever this is my brother from another mother what? and um hey. yeah i'm so 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 excited to chop it up with you actually <laughs> this is gonna be very interesting let's go let's are you go. nervous yeah i'm nervous though why are you nervous let's get no, into that don't know because the whole world's you... listening right now. I'm a straight no chaser with Maya Memory. <laughs> <laughs> to start with, I always do like a little segment which I call the essence segment. And it's basically just to get a vibe of who you are as a person before we get into the real tea. So, first of all, let's start off with what a typical good day in the life of Eunice is. You gotta talk me through it like step by steps. Like I wake up, I have a shower, I go, whatever you do. Okay, all right, I mean, all right, cool. Well, just a normal day when I'm working or? Um, a normal good day. Normal What's good. your ideal but realistic day? Like you haven't won the lottery or anything. It's just, oh, just this like is what normal, you, like, good day. Yeah. Like a Saturday, what's a good yeah, Saturday? Yeah, all right, cool, so I wake up. But we're talking to Mike, please. Alright, cool. I right, go. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up. Let's go. I'll probably wake up. Um, I wake up. You know what? I wake up. I'll have my porridge first thing mm. before I even brush my teeth. Come on, porridge. Oh, uh, I don't think that. I, we we put, to... Maybe we could take that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I feel like I. You know what? I eat my porridge first because for some reason I just because I want to eat my porridge straight away. I feel like well, I brush my teeth. It just ruins the taste a little bit. No, that is actually tea. Especially you know what? Maybe we'll take this bit out. Come no. <laughs> no. This is... Babes, not everybody brushes their teeth before they eat their breakfast. Yeah. That is what dentists say that you should do because I just went to a hygienist recently and that's what she said. What, brush first? You're supposed to be doing, yeah. Well, she didn't say not to, but she was like, do you, when you get up, do you brush your teeth straight away? And I said, yeah. And then she said, good. So I'm guessing that means that that's what you're supposed to do. But... I think it splits the nation and also I understand about the taste thing because if you have something like citrusy or fruity or just anything like that, do you have jam in your porridge? Nah, nah, I've got peanut butter and honey in there, but either way- Oh yeah, it might be the honey, like yeah. it just, it will react to something. So I get yeah. it, we'll, we'll let you off. Yeah, you know what, but cool. Smelly. Because <laughs> I'll eat my porridge. Yeah, cool, I'll eat my porridge. When I eat my porridge, I'll probably put on, you know what, I try not to look at my phone. Ideally, like, but I do. 
but I try not to. So I'll try. So what I'll do is I won't look at my phone and I won't watch TV. I'll just put on music. I look at my phone just to put on music. Put music in the speaker, eat my porridge. You get what I'm saying? Maybe have a little. Now nah, I'm capping. I was gonna say read the recited, but I'm capping. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm capping. You know I know you really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I might chat, get what I'm saying, but more time. My sister will be in the living room as well, wouldn't it? Type shit. So I right, cool. Hug it there. Yeah, shout out my sister. <laughs> but fucking so cool. I'll eat my porridge. I'll listen to some music. Then I'll have my shower. Cool, whatever. I'll have my shower. This will be early as well, like 10 a.m. I'll have my shower. Then I'll probably start. I'm not gonna. It's a Saturday. I'll probably build side up. You get me standing. Mm-hmm. Like, you get, I'm not saying I do that. All Why the you time. acting like you don't do that on a Monday? Yeah, Tuesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't want the host to become a stone attached. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking yeah. So Ram, I'll burn a little zoo. Then I'll probably look. I've got my friends that live close to me. More time. I'll probably just go for a little lunch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I'll go for a nice little lunch with like oh or someone looks or someone. <laughs> someone that lives close and fucking. Then, shout out, you know, get me, speak to my other friends, see what's going on then, get me, chill out the yard, probably watch a little something, you know, I watch a little TV. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Go on, hey, shout out all day. Yeah, 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 I do my writing thing, you get me? So I watch TV, I watch a film or something, then I'll step out. Saturday, and I'll step out. See mm-hmm. what's going on. With my going out friends, innit? See my mm-hmm. going out, man, it's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, it was good, like, you get what I'm saying? Probably, yeah, end, probably like end up in like, Dawson, you know, yeah. Haggerston or something, you know what I'm saying? At the gay rave, no, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> period, listen. Like, catch me at Superstore, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, if I could go out, then yeah, but I'll get active. On a Saturday night, I'll just love to get, you know, mm-hmm. we're active people. Me and Maya were outside, you know? Yeah, what I'm it's we true. Active, you know what I'm it's true. I've not been outside as much recently, though. Yeah. I feel like the street's been missing me. No, no cap. We need a return. Mm-hmm. Summer. You send Ending, me babes. New nose. Half these people haven't seen my new nose. Nah, for all. It's not that different though, but it's lit. Thank you. Yeah, let's that lit. was the that was the vibe. You yeah, know? It's <laughs> like just a re- refined, refination. Ooh. You know? By 2.0, let's go. Period. Um, okay, so second question. If money was no object, what would you be doing? Uh you know what? A hundred percent. I would just be outside socializing, going parties and writing, innit? Because obviously mm. writing is a main thing. Even though man's not published anything properly, I, it, it's more like, oh, man want to get my thoughts down. That's a, that's something that man would actually do, you know what I'm saying? Like, get my thoughts down. And I think it's like, right, people need to, not people need to hear it, but I would like people to hear mm-hmm. it. So it was just sort of like, I would do that all my life. Oh, make people films. do need to hear it. I think you're an amazing writer. Yeah, straight up. I think straight you've got up. a lot to say that the world can um, benefit from. Uh, now, soon come. That's pending as well, man. I need to just grind more. But yeah, I'll probably make films. But I always look at my bridges that are out here doing, you know, you know, we all got those friends that don't really work that much, mm-hmm. but just out here having fun. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just be doing that. I'll still, because bro, London, like life is busy even when you're not working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. I think I'll just take time to just do that for a bit, innit? Okay, cute. I think I'll be right there with you, to be honest. That sounds like what I would do. Period. And okay, last question of the Essence segment. What is your song of the day? That can be one you've been listening to, bear. That can just be one that sums up how you're feeling. Like, what's your song of the day? Can't lie, my song of the day. Into the mic, bitch. Yeah, my song of the day. Now, see the song that I've been banging out the last month every day? It's Jesus, Mary and Joseph by VB. Check that out. Okay. He's not that big. He's from Tottenham. 
he's cold. I've been listening to him for a few years. He just dropped something the other day as well. Yeah, he's cold still. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the song. Okay, cute. I love that. Yeah. I would say that my song is oh, what's it called? I've had it on repeat. Paravar, my mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Paravar. <laughs> <Paravar. Gora. laughs> That's like Gora. <laughs> no, I'm actually South Asian. But everyone out there. Adjacent, bitch. Adjacent. <laughs> um, Darkness by Litney Worldwide and Lorazi Star. My friend Litney, big up Litney, says that they okay. listen to this at work in Toronto, baby. We're worldwide. Let's go, global. You know? Let so, um, yeah, that's a tune. I've been, literally had that on repeat for 24 hours. So, really check that act uh. but okay cool so i have i feel like there's a couple reasons why for me it's really important for you to be here and um things that you offer to this bigger picture mm -hmm. that i'm trying mm -hmm. to make first of all obviously me and you are very good friends have been friends for what like three four five how long has uh, it been i met you january 2019 so where are yeah, we now? So like like four, four years. Yeah. Four years. Um, and you've obviously seen me through my transition, which oh, hey. was crazy. Shout out my nigga Aris. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh shit, that's a dead name. I can't even hey, but Yeah, I don't know. It's about your boundary, huh? No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no I'm joking, I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking. You know, I don't really have issues with my yeah. with my dead name, but nah, it's nah, actually still in my government name. I kept great. it in my government name. Because it's the same bitch, you know, Maya is Aaron, Aaron is Maya, same bitch. Um, I'm just a lot more pretty now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's so important to have your voice on here as somebody who is like a cisgendered, heterosexual man, um, because it demonstrates that actually, you know, you can have like deep, meaningful relationships with trans women and have it not be sexual, you know, like we're human enough for that. I think a lot of people don't straight, straight. don't see that. And also so many guys that come on this podcast tell me like, oh, or guys that email in and stuff, they'll be like, yeah, I could never ever tell my friends about how I fuck trans women or whatever, Ooh. like nobody would ever understand. And I feel like you represent somebody that any one of them could be friends with that would understand, you know, like, Thank so you. maybe it will open their eyes to the fact that there are people in their friendship group that actually might not think it's such a big fucking deal. So, yeah. I um yeah I for me that that that's two of many reasons why I thought it was really important for you to come on here. Cool. So yeah, first of all, obviously, man, come to vibe with my nigga Maya. Can we swear on it? Nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Nah, it ain't a swearing. Yeah, I mean, it ain't swearing. <laughs> no, come on, let's get political. I'm down. But fucking um, like see them guys that shout you and say, oh yeah, like I uh, I wouldn't want my friends to know, like. I can relate to that because even me, especially at the beginning of our friendship, yeah, mm. like bro, like obviously, cool. Let's say, because I've had a gay friend before. I've had a gay. My first gay friend's an Iron. Shout out an Iron. Mm. Like, Hi, Iron. Yeah, <laughs> but fucking, but before that, I must have had one out of my white friends. Like this guy I went to college with, his friends. This guy that used to chill with us. I still chill with him now, Owen. He like he came out. He came out, but it's different. He don't really, ha he's not really part of a community. Mm -hmm. He's still just friends with the same people and that type of shit. So that was like my first sort of, I think. Oh no, true say, you know what? My cousin in Knotts, she had a, one of her best friends was trans. Um, 
and I, we saw, me and Gad sort of watched their transition as well. Mm. So you know what? I was always aware of it. Obviously, I grew up in a mad hyper masculine place, and it's like, yeah, my friends are judgmental in that way, you know. You get me? So it was like, right. I think at first when I used to go to like, right, if I'm somewhere and I'm with my gay friends, like I, I might put it on my close friends and take my niggas off there. Mm. Do you get me? Type shit like. So I understand. That's so interesting. Yeah, I feel like I might have never told you this type of shit. I mean, I. You have assumed it though, isn't it? I feel like. I don't know. I don't know if I assumed it, but it doesn't shock me. <laughs> yeah. It don't shock me. So it was like very... Because you know what? I've always been an open type of nigga anyway. On like... I always knew it was wrong. There were certain things that we thought that we were like not forced to think, but like, what's the word? You know, like... I'm actually, conditioned. Yeah, we were conditioned in a way. Because like even... Bro, do you get me? It's like... Cool. So everyone was homophobic and transphobic and like super masculine and shit and sexist. I knew it was wrong in the back of my mind. So as a kid, I always so it was just very like if I ever met a gay person, I'd always just treat them the same. And like even when I was young, even even when I was young, where I might even be in school, be like, oh no, that shit's gay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But on the weekend, I would still be. But in my head, it was like someone so far removed from my life in it. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So obviously, then when I came home, 2019. January, I linked you, you and Aniron and shit. It was very like, oh, rah. Especially because rah, me and Aniron were for like similar places. Do you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, Danny goes from Tottenham and shit. So it was just very like, I was like, oh, rah. Yeah, like you can actually be my... And all of these people, I was like, oh, rah, you lot can actually be... But were, you are actually like, yo, man became friends with these people, same way. Mm -hmm. Man saying these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but they get me, but man became friends with them. And it was just very like... um. I'll be chilling with my niggas, but still, but wouldn't tell, like, you get what I'm saying? I'd be a little bit like, even though I knew, you get me? I was just like, right, I couldn't be bothered for the mental strength until to one point when I was at, right, I think my brethren, I think one time Aniron was at mine with Gads, because obviously that's one of his best friends. And then my brethren come over and he was like, oh, right. And over, he come over, oh, Aniron was there with his ex actually. Oh. Yeah, so he was there. Both of them were there, but obviously my brother, but his ex is bare mask presenting mm -hmm. and he's from the end roads as well. Uh, the ends, like, he's from Tottenham as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just very like, oh, he was able to have a more conversation. Then afterwards, when they all left, it was me, my brother. My brother was like, bro, what? Both of them were gay, yeah, type shit. Even my man. <laughs> you get what I was saying? I was like, oh, yeah, they are. Then obviously, I think that's what made me clock, like, ah, oh, rah. Yo, that's my brethren who's never ever even spoke to a gay person. Yeah. But he's, get me, the conversation's open. That, that made me think like, oh yeah, fuck that, I've got to bite the bullet. And even though, I don't want to say embarrassed, but I used to just be scared of people perceiving, perceiving mm -hmm. me in a certain way. Because even then I used to be like, back then I used to be like, rah, niggas used to be like, bruv, oh Eunice, you want some gay shit? <laughs> when I first time, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh rah. I'll be like, remember you damn man's not gay. Da, da, da. But now I think I've got to a point to be like, yo, Stop saying that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, it's not right. You know what I'm saying? That shit, yeah. Yeah. No, period. I feel like you've gone on such a journey since I've known you. Yeah. No, for real. It actually was. But yeah, to shout out them guys, like I hear about being embarrassed, but if you're confident in your, if you're confident in your sexuality and your masculinity, but obviously I can see how it can affect you if you're in certain lines of work or whatever. Like if you're a trapper or whatever, or do you get what I'm saying? See, if you're living a certain life where you have to be super hyper-masculine, hyper that can maybe affect you in a way where it shows weakness. Yeah, 100%. And I also think it's different, like, in terms of you were just friends with all these people, do you know what I mean? So you can be like, yeah, I'm not gay. I'm not fucking them or whatever. But um, 
but a lot of the guys that email in even though some of well most of them don't identify as gay they identify as straight because they're only fucking trans women and not gay guys yeah. it's like for them regardless it's 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 difficult because they're gonna be called gay no matter what do you know what i mean they can't be yeah, like yeah, oh we're just friends yeah, yeah do you yeah, know yeah. what i mean but um i hear it and so in terms of you kind of meeting me as someone that was presenting as a boy to then watching that journey unfold like how what was that like for you yeah oh yeah, that was a bit mad you know now that i'm thinking about it not a bit mad but it was just interesting in it because Ra, you were also bad there's a deeper thing because you were also best sad around those times, didn't it? You get me? I was so sad. Yeah, literally. So then obviously afterwards, you know, it kept like, not even on some cringy shit, but it was a bit like a cocoon yeah. moment in it because it was just like, raw. you, it came out where it was like, raw. you are mad sure of yourself now. You are mad confident in yourself. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Type shit. So that was a mad thing. And it was obviously me, my first proper like, oh, yo, don't get me wrong. Man had a couple pronoun. See, if I'm at a party, uh, you get me there was a couple of things with pro, but then that's when it first became like oh yo I started realising oh yo the effect of pronoun like yeah. you get what I'm saying about like you misgendering some me misgendering you it, even though you used to try and pretend like it didn't hurt you you used to just pretend like it was slightly annoyed you it, you get like, like what it was actually doing to you on a deeper level like yeah. one of your own brethren being like oh because I kept on being like, oh, but it don't matter because I'm just perceiving you as a human, innit? Like, yeah. you know, that was okay. Yeah, I used to be like, oh, like, if I, I used to be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, not that, that I don't care, but I used to be like, oh, right, how, I didn't understand how I could hurt someone. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? When it was just like, oh, right, I'm still perceiving you in the way you want to be perceived, innit? Type yeah. Thing, but it's not because it's not my struggle. You get me? Yeah. It's not my thing. It's not my struggle. It's not like, there's a, you get what I'm saying type shit. It's like, therefore, there's a deeper, I just think there's a deeper thing that you don't understand unless you are trans or unless you, unless, like you said, you, you have someone in your life that you love that is a trans person. Sure. Um, and then you get to see the actual effects of, yeah, the misgendering. But that's so interesting to me, especially like the sad part, because I forget like right yeah. before my transition, how depressed I actually was. Yeah. I was like a shell of myself for the longest time, yeah. which is crazy as well that <clears throat> how much you picked up on it, because I was probably the happiest when I was, around like you and gads and you know because there was that summer that we were just chilling yeah literally just to hear the whole i was about to <laughs> reveal our location <laughs> bitch i mean i'll do that but um we were just here the whole summer just like every day basically living at each other's houses oh, and um that was a really important time for me because funnily enough that you mentioned the cocoon like i think it actually gave me the space to like still be social still feel supported but also like just kind of be at home and figure shit out but um and I remember you said as well that you started getting into arguments and shit with your friends around that time because you were seeing how upset society, the effects that society was having on me type thing. Yeah, straight. Like, yo, I pissed my friends off. Like, see my <laughs> friend, hey, yo. Cause, nah, because you know what it is? Because it's like, I was actually fully getting offended. That's the thing, because it's the first time where, you know, don't get me wrong, it's like, rah. Like, I've had friends before, but it was sort of like, rah. I didn't watch nothing. I didn't watch no one trying to understand nothing it was just sort of them oh this is me this is how i'm supposed to perceive you this is how I'm yeah. supposed to, your pronouns were was with you i was seeing like oh rah you get me the all actual societal effects the all the mental effects of it. it's like yo every time 
You get what I'm saying? If my nigga would say something, I'd say, nah, bro. You get me? I'd be doing the reading and shit. So I'd be like, nah, but this is exactly, this is why. Type shit. Yeah. Obviously, people... What I've caught now is like you just got to put it in a certain way for people to understand that you can't, I can't just go into the deep end and be like, rah, mm. all the schisms and isms and you know what I'm saying? That type shit. Yeah, definitely. It takes patience. It takes patience and like tact and all of that kind of stuff. And it's, um, it's quite nice that you're experiencing that as a cis person because it's like, it gives you an insight into what we go through in mm. terms of having to explain and break down all that type of shit all the time. And Obviously, it's even harder because it's like we're defending our own humanity and identity. Do you know what I mean? It can be fucking crazy, babes. Crazy. You know how I tried to contextualize it, yeah? The people out there tapped in right now. Fucking. (laughs) That's what they can do on podcasts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, You look out there. No, fucking. What I do is I try to be like as a white person. Oh, how do I do? You get what I'm saying? Mm. How do I maneuver this as a white person in a mm. black space? That's mm. how I try to contextualize it for myself sometimes. And it's not all, obviously, there, it's not all equal. There's bare little things that are different. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. But you know, this is the way to be like, oh, yo, how would I feel if a white person was saying this, this, that thing? But it's difficult for my bridges, yeah, because it's like, I feel like they don't need, like, not saying that I need to be, but it's like, yo, I'm saying like, right, I'm in spaces, I want to be friends with certain people. So it's like, right. F- it's, I can't not, I can't be your friend without having to uh, unlearn shit. Yeah, do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Type shit where it's like my friends they don't want to do that. So that's why I'm. That's like one thing. That's a boundary in it. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? I mean, a barrier. That's a barrier mm-hmm. in that little. Um, you get me in our little search for progress. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, search for progress. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And so, how has like how has kind of like your eyes been opened even more since I've transitioned as a woman because to, to a woman because for me obviously I can see that it's opened my eyes to so much and a whole different a whole different areas of the world that I yeah. didn't and community that I didn't really know even existed and like culture that I didn't know existed for example like with the DL trades and stuff like that and I feel like you out of everybody have probably got a more of the tea because you've seen a couple notifications pop up on my phone and you've seen some likes but <laughs> ask me about it it's, <laughs> it's yeah a- no cap no cap literally but fucking um <laughs> 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 but hey, bro, hey. Um, now, now for real though, it's crazy still. But don't get me wrong, there's no baiting no one out. For yeah, we're not baiting a lot. your journey, isn't it? Trust shit. me, but there's blue ticks, babe. There's blue ticks. Yeah, I mean, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't kill me. It's funny because my my nigga the other day when I'm trying to tell, he's trying to tell me that not. No one from the hood would have, I'm telling you, trust me, there's niggas you listen to. Da, da, da. He's asking me who, and I said, oh, I can't do it. I can't tell you because there's a, there's a, get me, code of conduct. Like, no, like, for <laughs> real, that could get killed. No, no, for real. Uh, bro, as I said before, <clears throat> in, it, in certain lines of work, you get me, I know in it how it is in the masculinity. I know how it is in these spaces, get me. Oh, it's yeah. Like, Guys will defend their masculinity. Very, very Yo, badly. Even, I see a video the other day, like what? Like my sister was telling me about it. This guy's driving. This guy's driving, yeah. And it starts filming these two youths, like these two men, and they're walking together, they got their arms around each other. There's like a more masculine man and a more feminine man. Mm. And then he, the guy's filming him and he's like, Yo, look at these guys on some gay shit over here, like that shit. So the guy looks over like 
What do you mean on some gay shit, dog? And he starts like wiling out on his partner that he's with. Like, obviously that's... it's not even funny. Like, it's not even funny, but no, that's it, crazy. But it's like a proper visualization of like yeah. exactly what these niggas are on and the way they're that thinking. That's a proper visualization of yeah. it. Because they will definitely throw you under the bus. They'll definitely do whatever Ooh, they need to straight. do. I mean, that's why that's a lot of the time what happens as well. Like when I'm outside if i do get any transphobia a lot of the time that's how it starts is somebody's moved to me and then they've clocked yeah, and then said, it yeah. gets nasty do you know what i mean because they take it as like uh, oh shit now i have to prove something to to the world or oh, to well, myself so, so you think you are under more so so so, so do you think you're, you're in more like now more danger now nah, but because obviously you're more do you know what's crazy? It's, it's weird. I, I struggle with this. Well, I've been thinking about this quite a lot. Obviously now I'm nearly two years on hormones. July 14th will be my two years. And <clears throat> I'm getting more passable or whatever, you know, yeah. in this society. And the more passable I get, obviously there is, a, there is an element of safety and privilege. Obviously I'm sh I know that, that that comes with, but at the same time, there's this weird uncertainty and like, yeah, danger that I feel sometimes because when I'm outside and guys are staring at me or whatever, I really have no idea what the fuck they're thinking. Like, I don't know if they're like, oh, I fancy her or if they're like, yo, that's a tranny. Like, I really have no fucking clue. And then also a lot of the time now when guys move to me, they'll move to me on the basis that they haven't clocked me. And so obviously <clears> my voice though is clocky down. Like I've not really tried to change my voice. So that creates a really scary dynamic because it's like, if as soon as I open my mouth, what's gonna happen? Whereas before when I was more vis visibly trans and more clockable than I am now, it's like, I, I could tell, I, I took, I took for granted that if a guy was moving to me, he was moving to me because he likes trans women. Do you know what I mean? Because he already knew what it was. So when I when I start to speak, it's not going to be a big issue because he already knows what the tea is. But now it's like a different ball game. So they get sort of like, it's like a trans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And then it can get mad. And even if it doesn't get violent or it doesn't get like hostile or whatever, even like, you know, them just like, sometimes that this reaction is too over the top. It might not be mean, but it's like, they're like, whoa, whoa. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, I'm really just trying to go to my motive. Yeah, like, can you leave me the fuck alone? Because, you know, obviously it is really funny in hindsight, but at the same time, you know, if you're in the wrong mood, that shit can just ruin your day because you're really just trying to get from A to B. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But I feel like there's also a compliment in there somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear it. I guess your perception of the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Like, obviously, you're, you want to be perceived as a woman, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But also, like, I'm thinking more about that as well. I've been thinking more about that. And I'm like, do I, do I actually care? I feel like I was so much happier. Like you said, when I first started transitioning, I feel like that was when I was the most sure of myself, the most... Mm -hmm happy, the most free. I feel like it's even gone less than that now. And I think it's because when I knew like, bitch, I'm gonna get clocked down. I'm very, very, very obviously trans. Nobody's gonna look at me and not think I'm trans. When I was in that stage, it was like, you you weren't worried about being perceived as, as, as a cis woman because it's like, whatever. And now it's like the more that people are like, oh my God, like, you know, shocked by it or whatever, you start to fall into the, fall into this trap of like, 
wanting to be perceived as cis or or enjoying being perceived as cis and then it's just bad pressure because it's like there are things about me that I'm not going to be able to change like naturally mm-hmm. and I used to be happy with those things a year ago and now suddenly I'm like uh-uh. so it's weird it's a yeah. weird thing I'm trying to I'm really trying to grapple with it yeah that's like a world that's like a world thing isn't it that's like it's it's a, it doesn't fit. It's the way you're perceived, isn't it? To get yeah, one hundred percent. Like if people, lo- if we lived in a perfect society, you wouldn't be. You get what I'm saying? No, one hundred percent. If we lived in a perfect society, it would have been before surgery, hormones, all of oh, those yeah, things. Oh yeah, for real. And for I real. would just be, and you know, and then if you look at the history, I talk about it all the time. Like how, for example, in Iran, which used to be called Persia, like the colonizers were in their notes that the most in their notes that the most desirable people in that society when they arrived were like trans people basically yeah. effeminate men and women with mustaches and then when you go to like the burial sites in tech in uh iran persia and stuff it's like the, the trans and and non-binary as we would call it now grave sites and tombs and stuff are like heavily decorated in a way that okay. would suggest that they were like you know has like high in society yeah yeah so and that was before people were doing anything to feminize because it was like mm. people really just understood that you were feminine from within so i think um yeah it really is a product of society and it's very annoying no for real so i'm just trying to you know I feel like in bear cultures there's that though as well in what in bear cultures over the like all over the oh, world there's so it? many yeah. so many i mean you know you've been doing your reading apparently. yeah listen uh, come <laughs> on uh. <laughs> We're putting that work, man. Also, something that I found really interesting with you, it's actually one of the first conversations I think we had, or at least one of the first like proper queer conversations I remember us having was when you was telling me about the trans women that you seen when you was inside. Oh yeah, fucking. You know what? There was two. Obviously, I wasn't like in a usually there's like a fucking um volunteer wing in it on normal jails, in it. So it's just like raw, so you're not um so you're not really around them. You might see them through your window type shit. But then obviously when man was in the immigration thing, it was fucking, they're there on your wing with you in it type shit. Mm-hmm. So cool. There was one that was passable, um, that was super passable to the point where like, rah, when I got there, I thought that was one of the people that worked there. But they were wearing <laughs> flip-flops in it. But were, I was like, oh wait, I was like, wait, why should you wearing flip-flops? Like, actually, yeah. <laughs> but for, oh, my bad, I should have passed it to you. Okay. But that like, fucking, um, yeah, there was that, but then there was, uh, and the way they cut through, they stayed on that wing. It was like the introduction wing, so it was, it was kind of a VP wing. They cut through there. They had their own cell. It was all calm. Then on my wing, there was there was another trans person, but they weren't passable at all. To the like where obviously they didn't have a wig in it, so th- this nigga was like Eastern European with this balding. Oh, okay. You get me on the top okay. there. Like there was no hair on the top and on the side, but like. You could tell they had a little bit of work and all of this to get me what I'm saying type shit. And they were obviously used to wear bare makeup and that. You get what I'm saying? So it was just, it was a mad interesting look. And they were cutting through. They just done their thing. The way they cut through was like, rah, they had showers at the same time as uh, different times as people. Okay. So the thing was open for them to not be open. They could go in themselves. But obviously it was like, rah, that jail I think was the safest thing because niggas are not trying to get deported. Okay. So people ain't re- <laughs> but I know people are having a hard time I think quit. Are they though? Yeah, like I guess they are in it. Yeah, because it's a super hyper masculine, super super masculine space in it. But yeah, I'm sure it's not easy. I'm sure it's not easy at all. I'm sure there's a lot of crazy, horrible shit that happens to trans women in in men's prisons. But funnily enough, of course, you never hear about that on the news. You only hear about the fuck shit. 
like um did you hear about that story about um about that woman that trans woman alleged trans woman that was like got raped a woman in jail or something like that did you hear about that yeah yeah yeah. but that was all weird because she got like yeah they i'm gonna say they because well listen <laughs> let me not imbalance i don't know but basically they transitioned after they got convicted or something like no, that i don't think it works like that i think there's a i think there's some there's, there's like a, i don't know how the laws work but they're not gonna put you in a woman's jail bro they'll put you in a i don't know what the laws are actually let me go back, back on that yeah because that was the whole thing everyone was like that's not even a real trans woman because it was an, it was it was it was straight like the nigga had a wife and kids, and the nigga put the wig. No, but you can, no, but you can still get, but you can still get that like, lesbian trans women and stuff. You know, like kind of bare trans women. Are yeah, but then you'd there. be in your biological prison, and you might be in a other wing, innit? If if you're gonna get, uh... no, I don't think so because you know what it is with the prison thing. I think even if that was literally legit a trans woman, yeah. Which I don't believe it was. I think that was opportunity. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they would have been on a normal... Yeah, yeah. I think that was opportunist. I just think that the issue is not trans people in prisons. I think the issue is sexual abuse and sexual assault in prisons. Yeah, you know, yeah, because rape is happening in every prison. It's happening in men's prisons. It's happening in it's women's straight. prisons. And it's happening mostly cis on cis. Do you know what straight, I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like... And also, it's like you have lesbians in women's prison. So I don't feel like even if she was a trans lesbian, like she should have been in a men's prison. I feel like women should be in women's prisons and men should be in men's prisons. I'm not sure about the non-binaries yet. Like, you lot, just stay out of crime. Stay out of jail, bro. <laughs> um, stay in school, kids, man. Fuck it up. Um, but... No, but they should be in a... Um... Because obviously, bro, there's best factors to take in. You've also got to take... Like, the general public, you don't know how they're going to... You know what I'm saying, type shit? Because obviously niggas are out here getting beat up for being gay. Mm-hmm. Niggas are getting so. I feel like, bro, we've got enough resources. We don't have to build. Even if we can't build them other jobs, we can just put them on wings, on the VP wings, innit? But then, then that's the thing is your experience is mad. So mm-hmm. then every trans person is gonna have a shit experience in jail. But also, lots of trans people aren't gonna want to be in a VP wing. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So it's like you want to be with the norm because the VP wings was having nonsense and shit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on that. Yeah, straight. But what would you want to be? With, but imagine they had you with the niggas though, with the men. If they put me in a man's prison, no. Nah, but you could cut through though. Oh, I think I'd be okay. Yeah, I can't lie. I think I would use my assets straight. I probably know a lot of them in there. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, not the DL queen over here. Let's go. No, yeah. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I don't know. The prison thing is wild, but I just think that people just focus on the wrong things. Like, it's just not about trans people in prisons. It's about why are people getting raped in prisons. Do you know what I mean? No, for all. Right, so masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get into it because how does that... I mean, that's an interesting thing. Like, I mean, how has being friends with queer people and trans people how has that affected if at all like your your perception of your masculinity or your comfortableness with your masculinity like what's the tea there Mm. i feel like you know because obviously i've just been exposed to more like rob man seem like femininity and masculinity in different forms and seeing how it's like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like even um, like fucking, 
You get me? See how gender and sex are different, yeah? I guess uh, it's harder to gra grasp when you don't really have, when you don't have trans people in your life, innit? Because obviously I'd just be looking at, oh, who's got femininity? Who's right. got masculinity? You know what I'm saying type shit? And even some people have got both. And it's like, bro, I just try not to actually box people in, innit? I just try yeah. to perceive people how they want to be perceived as well. But yeah, it just made me feel like, bro, everyone falls somewhere in it. That's really interesting as well. I'm really good to know that you being friends with trans and queer people and stuff has actually managed to shift your understanding or expand your understanding of like gender and sex and the difference between that in such a big way. And it's interesting as well, because that brings me actually back to like, right before my transition, when I was, <laughs> I was like non-binary for like two months, bitch. My, my, my transition stages were very, very, very fast. But it was when I was in that stage, so I wasn't properly given woman yet, but I was given like, you know, I had my eyeliner and my nails, but I said like my facial hair, whatever. I remember me and you were having a discussion about guys that watch trans porn. And I was saying, that's not gay. If they're only watching porn with women and guys fucking women be it trans or cis that's not gay and you were like yeah it's da, da, da. you're so I mean, you were like to be oh you're just trying to be woke like, who are we with we're yeah. with somebody and they were like oh my god no guys don't fight and we we're like no it's fine this is just what we do but we were going in like you were yeah. even like oh you're just trying to be work i'm thinking bitch i'm not trying to be work i'm actually trans you dumb hoe like, <laughs> i know you calling you a snowflake don't kill me i know hey. and um so it's interesting oh, that's peak i was yeah yes yeah, so, i mean mad. do you do you still stand by that if you do that's fine because we can unpack it but what so how do you feel about it now? Shadow is obviously I perceive gender completely differently, as I think, as I just said, in it, like man used to just perceive gender uh, a little bit differently, mm. um, and sex and shit. Yeah, like I hundred percent. Yeah, no, I don't think you're gay if you just sleep with trans women because it's like, right, what you're attracted to femininity in all its forms, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so it's like, how can I? Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, because even as well, yeah. Because even, I remember when you first went to your transition, remember one time I tried to hook you up with Because obviously, remember when I was seeing that babe and she had, her best friend was gay. And obviously I just, and I was like, and, and he was, remember the guy, he was like an Arab looking guy. He was kind of wham. No. Do you remember? Like, fuck it. I, like, I was just like, oh yeah, let me try to hook you up. Maybe I didn't even tell you I was trying to hook you up. But then she was just, then I was just like, oh yeah. I was like, I was like, I was thinking, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, this nigga will be down, obviously. <laughs> this guy will be down, obviously. She showed it, she showed, she showed her you, she showed him you. And then he was like, nah, 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 that's not, that's not my type. And I was like, bro, what you mean? Then he was like, then she was like, yo, this is the type of guy he goes for. And it was obviously just like, a guy. It was like a guy, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, in my head, then I was just like, yeah, I think that's when I started processing it. But obviously, I just think that's what my. Something. Yeah, because that's a gay man and you basically showed him a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he was like, no, no, no. No, gay guys don't like me. Here's the thing this is what people, a lot of people that their understanding of gender and sex and stuff is still there back there. They don't get that the guys that go for me are not gay. They identify as straight or yeah. bi, but they're, they're, yeah, very much into girls and they like me because they're into girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's great that your perceptions changed because yeah, that was a difficult time, man. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. See me, sometimes I'm just mad blunt. I feel like that's what, like, and I don't realize. I no. said that period is what made me realize that, yo, you gotta be easy with your words, you know, because you don't, you think you're just having a conversation. 
Mm. Also, that reminds me of that conversation we were having. It actually is so true that your perceptions change so much because we was right before, or we was in the car park for Gastonbury. I remember we were talking about um, kids or whatever. And you were talking to me as if I could get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay. And I was like, girl, <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to adopt or something. And you were like, what? That's, that's mad that I actually even... Yeah, it's mad because obviously, but you're uh, ext- like extremely on that spectrum. Wait, so like, you get what I'm saying? You look like a cis woman in it type shit, and it's so it's like, don't catch me. So it's, I think it's, obviously it might still be harder with my other friends because mm. I've got friends on. You get me? Because it's a spectrum, innit? Let's say you're on the extreme side of the spectrum with mm. all the women, with all the cis women. Do you know what I mean? I think it's easy to look at the extremes, but then there's all the people in the middle who you also have to. Um, Look out for type shit, innit? No, period. No, literally, because we kind of touched on this earlier, but yeah, there is like a massive privilege in being passing. And it's funny that you say like, and, and I'm kind of embarrassed about my reaction just then when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I look like it's this woman because um, that honestly, like I don't believe should be the goal. And also B, it's so subjective, mm-hmm. like, it's so subjective because I know that there are lots of guys as well that I look at me and think, bitch, where? Like, do you know what I mean? So I think, um, I think, yeah, it's subjective. And we always, it's good that you said that because it is so fucking true. And it also just goes to show like how much like yeah. you're tapped in because you do really need to remember that, you know, the super visit, when someone's super visibly trans or like not, so much on that binary expect binary spectrum like that can be a whole different conversation, you know. But there's even little things where like, bro, there's bare things to do with masculinity where I don't even want to talk about. Fuck it, shall I say it? Yeah, why not? I call even like one time man painting my nails on some fashion shit. <laughs> hey, but we might have to edit this out because <laughs> I only put that shit on my clothes but that only went to certain motives. You know, okay. little I remember that actually. You that know, I like, that little yeah. period, didn't it? <laughs> I swear that man had it for like eight days. Man didn't link man the day eight days. The day I went to go link one of my niggas is the day man washed out. <laughs> I was not trying to pull up with that shit. And how do how has has this affected like your situation with girls at all? Like how do you feel like it gets perceived of you being friends with the girls like and the queers? Is it does it help? Does it hinder? Does it not uh, affect at all? You know what I'm trying to think. I feel like maybe it helps me get more of the girls that I want, like more my type of girls in it type right, shit. Right, yeah. So it's more like, oh, rah. And you know what's funny? It also might deter some of the girls that I don't want in it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, cause, maybe. Yeah, because Trisha, sometimes I'll be dealing with girls and like Trisha, one time I was dealing with this one babe, yeah. Yeah, there's one Marley babe, but she also said something like, yo, I didn't even clock she was transformed, but she's just one of those girls, of course, she's never met a trans person, like, yeah. type shit, innit? So she was just like, one time she just said something to me, like, she was with her friend, and they've said something to me, like, she's just talking to her friend, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, what, these trans niggas, she's, she's like, they're talking about robots. She's like, watch, robots are going to start taking our men as well, now, not just trans. <laughs> not just trans. <laughs> At least she knows we're yeah. taking our men. <laughs> At least she knows. She was a bad bitch, though, but fucking, but obviously it just made me feel like, oh, raw, yeah. Yeah, you know what, it just, it does... Does it help? Does it hinder? We don't know. We don't know, you know, because I've been getting hoes all season, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are we talking about? I don't have no off days. Now nah, I'm joking. Uh, th- edit that bit out. <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> nah, I'm deaf, deaf. Keep it out. 
and what and what would you say because i feel like this is i'm interested to hear your thoughts on this because you're somebody that has been on the other side of it and is now is is not like what was sorry what would you say to someone that like doesn't think that transness is real or valid and is still like super stuck on the nah that doesn't make no sense like Ooh, it's a deep one, isn't it? Let me say, get me a trans advocate over here. All right, okay, let me do my, let me do my little thing. It's just like, bro, all of this binaries have been put onto us by like people that don't have our best interests at heart in it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, this is all from, do you get what I'm saying? It's post-colonialism, all of this. Mm. Basically, it's all wrong. It's all wrong, guys. It's all wrong. <laughs> nah, but Chateau is, it is it, like, yeah, cool. Like, bro, it is all just, um, I feel like, yo, people should just be more open-minded type. It's not even like, yeah, yeah, people need to be more open-minded because it was just like, obviously, I've always been like, oh, yo, I'll just, I can just catch a vibe with anyone type shit. But Bear and my friends are also like that. And they would, innit? But it's just sort of like, oh, you... Bro, you could actually be friends with a gay person, a trans person, uh, get me a non-binary, anyone. And you're missing out on vibes still. Yeah. <laughs> you get me, you're missing out on vibes for real because it's like, how can you be close-minded in that way? Like, you know, the way I, yo, I, I like, bro, I have a, yo, I ain't left the country for seven years. Inshallah this year, they get me, yeah, but, but sure. um, I feel like I still got a big world view because, yo, I like to just, um, you get me? I like to socialize with all different types of people. And it's like, you all different types of races. And it's like, yo, all different types of genders for real. Like I'm friends with loads of girls, friends with loads of trans people. I'm friends with loads of, you get me, gay boys. I'm friends with everyone type shit. Yeah. And it's just like, and it makes me have such a whole perspective of the world, innit? Mm -hmm. And I just think, yo, you're missing out on vibes for real. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Period. You're privileged. You're the most privileged groupie ever because actually the way you was rolling with is in Gasta. Yo, no, listen, period. I was out with the girls in full effect. Like, I was going to get on the stage and get me. No, but hey, yo, shout out Peace Palace because I was really outside with you lot and you lot really bust man. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. I think actually like to demonstrate allyship is important. That's something that I... Cause we're all allies to someone. Oh, well, so you think that is that straight? Is, is that allyship? Is that allyship? Because I'm just out here trying to have a good time, like you know. What I mean? like, Do you know why it's allyship? Um, this is what we were talking about on the phone before this as well. The whole allyship thing, and you were saying that you feel like you need to do more as an ally. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, trans pride, we dead there, man. Babes, July eighth, everybody. I think by the time oh, this comes out, it will be like tomorrow. Um, is that quick? This podcast coming this, out tomorrow. Well, I'm gonna try. I wanted to get it out before trans pride. Straight. So yeah, this, everybody should be at Trans Pride. I would not be there, but yeah. only because I'm getting a bag in Manchester and I really need to keep no, my that's lights the, on. That's the real Trans Pride. That's you the real Trans Pride, pay me. But also as a trans person, it's like, I don't feel like I need to be there as much as you, for example, need to be there. No, straight. You know, and like, um, so in, in that sense, like, yeah, I think you could definitely- I got abscess on my face though, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Glastonbury was a mad thing. Man got my face infected. Yeah, so cool. 
yeah just don't look at it directly you're nah, making you feel insecure yeah Keep stick straight. to the eyes no nah, it might have to be 2024 no you can just put <laughs> a face mask on or a little <laughs> nah, straight straight it's nah. small enough now for you to put one of those cute little star plasters yeah should i just do a rainbow flag yeah babe oh my god do oh it. no that's the trans no, flag yeah there, do the pink the, the white pink and, blue. and blue come yeah. on hey we are hey we outside it, okay perfect but no in yeah. that sense like yeah i think you could do more i think a lot of my um cis friends can do more because it is you do have to do more than just love you know the trans and queer people in your life especially when we, our situation with the government and with our rights and stuff is so fucked and unstable right now but i think the reason that yeah i definitely call you an ally is because also it's like and uh, being an ally is not just about god not everybody has to be a fucking activist and be like oh I'm fighting for... Yeah, take BLM you, off your bio, isn't it? You know, it's not doing much. It's not it's doing like, much. But I've got BLM on my window right now, but it's like, I can't take it down. No, 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 that, come on. I can't, how can I take it down? No, I can't, bro. Because that's, that's anti-black. If you take <laughs> Do you know that, what that, I mean? Like, it's that for life. But also, I think it's so important because... No, but you're out here, ally shit. But come on, man, you're outside with us, isn't it? But, you know, and... and... You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> 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 no, I was like, we're allies. I hate the whole allyship thing. No, but it <laughs> this is But this is what I mean, like, in terms of... Okay, the word ally is obviously sometimes a bit cringe or whatever, but in terms of what you do in your everyday life for the trans and queer people that are actually directly in your life, it's like, you know, that is enough for me to 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 validate me giving you that that groupie spot do you know what i hey. mean because it's like cool yeah so i worked you... for it i worked for it yeah 100 like you've been so supportive and also the thing about you that i say to a lot of my sis friends i was having this conversation with my bestie morari the other day is like i really appreciate how you have all gone on your own little journey since i started transitioning and it's like so you know, so much of it, I'm sure you didn't understand. And so much of it, I'm sure was shocking. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like the first time you saw me like pull up in a wig and with my face beat and that type of shit. But um, it's like, you just in your own time, educated yourself and educated yourself and unlearned and unlearned and unlearned, you know, like you said, things changed for you when I transitioned because it was like closer to home or whatever. And so I guess from that then on, you just really made an effort to grow and to understand and you did you did more than just love me as as a friend you know you you actually went on a journey with me so i think that that is allyship because really it's about supporting the trans wow. and queer people that are in your life you know no nah, straight man man's here with you guys man. um okay cool so before we go is there any last words any last things you want to say to me or to the podcast or to the world or to you know what's your final ending thoughts yeah i want to say yeah thanks for having me on my heart is straight no chase art you get me we weren't sipping today because i'm on antibiotics yeah abscess on my face i'm just like yeah man trans pride on July 8th. July the 8th, Saturday, fam. Just be there, innit? Like, really, truly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm show you support. Honestly. And like, shout out all my straight niggas. Y'all niggas gotta come through, for real. Why? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'ma be there, catch me. Speakers, trans pride flag, they're there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but yeah, gang shit, man. Get me, just love who you wanna love. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> no, you said yeah, no. love is love. I'm yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like, and bro, 
And you know what I'm saying? And just like niggas be more understanding because you get me? You might have one of them DL niggas that Maya's fucking on in your batch. For real. Mm-hmm. You get me? Period, bro. And that's on... Period, bitch. That's hey, on per. That's on per. That's Listen, on buff. That's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> yeah. You get me? <laughs> that is episode five of straight no chaser by my memmy featuring eunice how do we feel about it gang how do we feel about it as always please send in your thoughts and feelings you can email them directly to me at sncbymaya at gmail.com you can hit me on socials at sncbymaya Hit me on my personal socials at MayaMemi, M-Y-A-M-E-H-M-I. You can use the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag SNC by Maya. Um, Yeah, babes, just let me know. Use one or all of those of those platforms and give me your thoughts and your feelings and please also like let me know sometimes if you don't like something or something that that we've spoken about or something that I said or if you want to offer a different perspective, because sometimes I know I get so much positive feedback in spite of me sometimes listening back to the episodes and being like, oh, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounded weird. Why did you say that? Um, <laughs> so sometimes I get scared that you bitches are just taking the taking it to your group chats and being like, lol, this fucking Maya's a bird. But, um, you know, I want you to feel like you can come and tell me to my face that you think I'm a bird. Honestly, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm always open to constructive criticism. Obviously, I'm not trying to be the voice of any type of um of any community. I'm the voice for me. I'm the voice of me. I'm the voice of my memory and that's it. So it's like you know there's a certain level of not caring, but there's a certain level of like, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? That there is always there but at the same time i always always want to hear people's thoughts and feelings so yeah hit me up good bad indifferent hit me up let me know the tea and yeah until next time gang give some money to a trans babe namely me because as i said earlier i am <laughs> broke right now i don't want things to pay for that I got things to pay for, but on that note, bitches, stay safe, be lovely, be wonderful, be beautiful, be happy, and yeah, bite down on that dick when you suck it a little bit, no, I'm joking, <laughs> bite the patriarchy, no, I'm joking, bye! Shout out all my Karuchi trans, man. My Karuchi trans, bitch, that's a bar. Hey, isn't it? Hey, yeah. we're doing, uh, we are, we cooking. Karuchi trans, not Karuchi. Hey, <laughs> fucking on the trans, no Karuchi. Ah. Hey, what did it say? She got that Bucci, you know? <laughs> hey, hey, what did I say? The Baducci. Oh, uh, shit, nigga. Fuck is let's, let's not put that in. <laughs> okay, fine.